Ladies and gentlemen, this is our final boarding. So hey guys, uh, what'd you guys do this weekend? I sat around waiting for a friend to uh, let me know when they're in Saratoga Springs. What about you, Alex? What? Hold on a minute. What? I was at Saratoga Springs this weekend. You were? Yeah. So you were in Saratoga Springs and he wanted to be in Saratoga Springs? Yeah, I did. We were just waiting at the house. Wow. I could have gave you a call. Oh, yeah, you probably could have. Wait a second. Were you waiting for his phone call? I was. For mine? Or Alvy? Welcome to the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. And I'm Adam. This is episode eight. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DizHis65. We want to hear from you. Let us know how we are doing and what we could do better. We want to hear your memories. Please share them with us on social media. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and write us a review. Want to join the Goof Troop? We just started a Patreon page. We're going to talk about that here for a second. And so a lot of people don't know what Patreon is. It's uh, been around for a long time. It's a way for fans of podcasts, YouTube videos, things like that to help the people they like out. There's different tiers that they can subscribe to, getting them different things. And it's just a way you know, to help us out since it does cost us money to run the podcast. So, you know, I also want to mention up something else real quick. I know there are a lot of like different places out there that do like Disney trivia. And uh, this podcast is actually like, pretty good podcast to listen to before you actually go to like a Disney trivia. Yeah, there's a lot of inside things, things that, you know, well, I'm just listening to the history. You can find out who invented things and dates. Dates. Yeah, that's a big and one. And a lot of facts. Yep. So Adam, Alec, so today you don't want to miss a thing on this podcast because we are going to talk about the rock and roller coaster on a scale of one to 10. How do you rate the rock and roller coaster? Adam? For me, it's definitely a 10. Alex? Um... I'd say it's a nine. Um, I rate it. I don't know because I'm not a big fan of roller coasters. Because you're a baby. <laughs> it does not have, but it does have an awesome entrance. Well, I really do. So yeah. rate the entrance. Uh, the entrance, easily 10. Have you ever walked with someone in the line and seen everything except for the ride? I have not. No, so why don't you get with the group that's going to go on the ride and then you can see everything. You can even see the launch. Because when it gets really close, everyone's going to be like, oh, just go on the ride, go on the ride. Uh-huh. I'm going to be, no, I don't want to go on the ride. So we have to do that whole thing where. <laughs> yeah, but if you're going with someone who knows you're a baby, then they won't make a big, you know, that big of a deal out of it. I'm not that big I of a I will always make a big deal out of it. Dude, that's a that's a pretty intense roller coaster, man. It goes zero oh. to 60, 2.8 seconds. That's well, pretty fast. Yeah, but then once you're there, then, you know, it's like a regular roller coaster. I'm working my way up, man. I'm riding the Barnstormer. You know, I'm going to ride Mine Train here. Yeah, my two-year-old's going to ride that soon, too. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, isn't the height requirement for the Barnstormer like two and a half foot? I got to go ahead and start somewhere, right? I guess I could have started a long time ago, but I'm going to start now. That's better than never, right? I guess. So it's that time. Let's walk this way and get to the his on the rock and roller coaster. The Rockin' Roller Coaster, starring Aerosmith, is an enclosed launch roller coaster located at Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World and at Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris. The roller coaster is manufactured by Vicoma, and the ride features linear motor electromagnetic technology. The first ride opened at Hollywood Studios on July 29th, 1989. So that launch is pretty intense. Oh, yeah. Zero to 57 in 2.8 seconds. It's okay. 
<laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on the ride, you know, so I haven't experienced mm-hmm. how that feels. But uh, if you just look, I mean, I watch videos mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. Oh, it's awesome. I that, love it. Yeah, that's my favorite part. And especially now that I don't have my Hayabusa, because my Hayabusa did zero to 16 about the same time. And so now that I don't have it, this is the only way I can experience that. Oh, yeah. yeah and the yeah. Hayabusa is a motorcycle. Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. I never heard fun. of a Hayabusa before. Have yeah, you? I mean, no. I just assumed because I know you ride motorcycles. I mean, it's the fastest bike for a long time. <laughs> so it's just a known thing. Yeah. But that, I love the launch and it's. Definitely, I say my favorite part of that roller coaster is that launch because it's just so intense and the buildup is fun. Yeah. Joe will never know the feeling. You never know. I might Five, go on it. I might go on four, it. Three, have um, you been on Mission Space? Two, I have not. One. Because actually, uh, Mission Space pulls less G's than Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, I actually didn't like, I didn't like that. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. Did you go on the, the most intense one? I don't know. It's like three different versions, right? I think there's like a intense one. There's like a medium one. And then there's one that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I think the other one is just like, you're watching the video. What? (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know. I never, I read it once. Cause we're actually going to talk about G's in the next paragraph. G unit. No, not G unit. The ride features music and appearances from Aerosmith. The ride at Disneyland Paris opened on March 16th, 2002 and is the fastest roller coaster in France. Riders experience up to five G's and travel through three inversions, which include half vertical loops, half course crews, and a sea serpent roll. Both versions of the ride have five trains, but only four run at a time. In February 2018, it was announced that at Disneyland Paris, the ride would be closed to be rethemed as Iron Man Avengers instead of Aerosmith. September 1st, 2019 will be the last day the ride is open. And on September 2nd, the ride will be officially closed to begin for the refurbishment process. Hollywood Studios in Florida won't get the retheme because of the contract with Universal Studios. So I have two thoughts on that. One, it kind of sucks that we don't get that because that would be really cool. But I do like the Aerosmith. But that also leaves the possibility of just more rides. Instead of retheming, they have to build new rides. Right. Yeah, because that roller coaster is fun, but it's like the only real intense roller coaster there. So, I mean, if you don't count, um, if you don't count uh, Tower, Tower well, of Terror. Yeah, but they have a Slinky Dog too now. I've never been on that yet, no. but that's not, it doesn't look that intense. It's a mild version, I would say, of, because okay. they do have the little shoot off thing too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw a video of that. Yeah, but it's not as intense. But I would like to add more roller coasters to that specific park because I think that park would be great for more roller coasters. But do they have the land? That's yeah, I don't think they do. Construction on the ride at Hollywood Studios began in February 1998. Cast members' previews and soft openings were held in 1999. The grand opening of the ride took place on July 29, 1999 with a special invitation-only party with Aerosmith. Winners were taken to Hollywood Studios in a stretch limo and were treated to an all-you-can-eat buffet and bar. Hopefully they rode the ride first. I would hate to have a full buffet and then go on a roller coaster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. That would be a good point. Yeah. That'd be funny. But I think it'd be fun to ride the ride with uh, Aerosmith. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. I mean, just to meet them in general. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love Aerosmith. I've loved Aerosmith since I was a little kid. My mom got me into them pretty early on i'm not a big fan of them yeah you know what everyone i i meet my age not a lot of them like aerosmith i there's probably a good eight songs that i really really enjoy of theirs 
You have to say probably a lot more for me, but. The winners were also treated to a special performance by painter Denny Dent and also got a chance to ride the ride with a member of Aerosmith. At the exit of the ride, right outside the gift shop, hang pictures of the event. The art Denny Dent created hang in various employee office locations on Walt Disney World property. Have you guys ever noticed the pictures showing the party? I have not. Well, uh, no, Joe, I have not. Of course Joe wouldn't. Well, it's, at the, it's outside the gift, gift shop. And I've been inside the gift shop before. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Actually, no, I have not, actually. My bad. <laughs> Too scary. I was for thinking you. about Hollywood Studios. I mean, um, Tower Tower. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen the pictures. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but nothing who, I noticed. So, but I don't even know who Dent is. Dent was an American speed painter, and he passed away on March 29th, 2004. So, that off the top of your head. Well, I, I knew. <laughs> Speed painter. So he just painted really fast. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like super fast. Painting. Did he do it though where it's like starts upside down and then when he's done, he flips it around? Oh, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. That's only like America's Got Talent or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. It's pretty fancy. The pre-show has changed throughout the years. A Disney cast member takes part of the pre-show that hands a Les Paul guitar to Joe Perry. The name of the cast member is unisex, Chris. So either a male or female could play the part. The pre-show also includes a roadie saying, Hey Joe, I'll get it for you. As a backup, just in case a cast member is not available for the part. So when I retire, this is what I want to do. I want to do something like this where I'm a cast member and, and start in one of the rides doing something. Mm-hmm. Stand in the back of the room saying, make it a stretch. That's what I do. Is that what you say? Oh yeah, I say that all the time when I'm in there. So how does he hand them a guitar in this? Because I have never been on it. So how does, the guy, how does someone What happens is like, he goes through the door... And it's like he's handing him the but guitar. But it's like this behind something in the... Yeah, and it's like, I think like a hand comes out and gives him the guitar, but you can't see like, it's okay. not his real hand. But it's it's funny because when I go on it, I see um, Ken Marino, which is the D, the disc jockey, or, or not the disc jockey, the, uh, the sound guy yeah. in the studio. Mm-hmm. He's Ken Marino. I don't know who that is. He plays the sound guy in the studio with Aerosmith. Okay. He's just, at the time, he's just an actor. He's just mm-hmm. an extra, but he ends up becoming an actor. Oh, Dan's brother? Dan's brother? What was his last name? Marino. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's in Wet Hot American Summer. Who, Dan Marino? Has <laughs> <laughs> he got a car lot in there? Are they trying to buy a car? The Walt Disney Studios Park ride opened in France on March 16th, 2002. In 2007, the queue was modified to include single riders in additional to Fast Pass. So there are, there's only three rides at Walt Disney World that have um, single rider lines now really? be Test Track, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Expedition Everest. Yeah, the last time I was on Expedition Everest, I had a girl come on, uh, sit next to me that was in the single rider line, and I asked her how long she waited. She said five minutes. Really? Like, and which so nice. on which one on Rock and Roller Coaster? No, no, Expedition Everest. Yeah. So one time I went to go see if Soren had a single rider line. And of course they didn't, you know, but yeah. I was just up there like, hey, do you guys have like a single rider line for Soren? And the person was like, no. And then he was like, well, how many people are in your party? Well, I was like, just me. He's like, just go ahead and he let me go in the fast pass line. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> he felt bad for you. Yeah. Like a loser. He was in cool, the park though. by himself. <laughs> well, what do you ask how many people in your party when you ask? I know. Well, <laughs> well, maybe because what happened? I don't know. What happens if I was just going up there just to ask, you know? Yeah. And then what happens if I said, okay, well, you know, and he all of a sudden I have like five people with me. Right. So he's I, just making sure, I guess. So Nick and Mel both don't do it, do they? Well, at the time, Nick was smaller, so he didn't go on it. Well, when we went with you, they uh, both were sitting out in the, like, in the lunchroom, too. 
Yeah, well, he went on it not too long ago, and he's now he's saying that he likes it. So we'll see the next time he goes there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know that um, there was only three places with the single writer because I don't do single writer because my wife and I both go on roller coasters together. And some reason I assumed there was a single writer for Thunder Mountain, and I just never realized there wasn't. But I'm surprised there's only three places with single riders. Well, those are the probably most three intense rides at Magic Kingdom, I think. I mean, at um, Walt Disney World, right? Well, no, you also have... Tower Terror. Yeah, Tower Terror. Mm-hmm. But Test Track? Test Track is not like a roller coaster, so I don't understand why that's on there. It goes really fast, though. I guess. Maybe it has to do with how many people are like on the ride at each, like, you know, each cart or something. Maybe. That's something we can look into and talk about in a future episode. Disney worked with Aerosmith to produce a special soundtrack for the attraction. Each coaster features different Aerosmith songs. Some of them contain new lyrics written for the ride. For example, Love in an Elevator is redone to Love in a Roller Coaster. License plates and song heard on each coaster are One Quick Limo plays Nine Lives. You Go Babe plays Love in an Elevator and Walk This Way. Bye Bye plays Young Lust, Fine, and Love in an Elevator. Hate Traffic plays Back in the Saddle and Dude Looks Like a Lady. Too Fast for You plays Sweet Emotions. But I uh, I didn't know this whole fact about the songs because I don't write it as often as I'd like to. I remember hearing songs when I when I go on it, but I guess I just assumed it was always the same and I just heard it, remember it differently each time. Right, but you also wouldn't know that it was linked to the license plate unless you walked behind the ride. Right, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's pretty interesting. Now that I go, I'm definitely going to try to see which card I'm going in and try to pay attention to the songs better because I would like to realize the different lyrics between Love and Elevator and Love and Roller Coaster. Unless it's, I forget the license plate's in the front or not. They have to be in the front. Do they? I mean, you walk up to the front of it. Why would they put license plates on the back that tell you what, song is when you played i feel like plus cars have license plates in the front and back and in some states car. yeah in some states i do okay well i mean california is some states so yeah i imagine it takes place in california right they didn't place in orlando they didn't well i mean you're in orlando so do, does florida do license plates on front and back no no that's something for us to figure out i guess isn't it well, yeah i thought this you know banter going back and forth would give joe enough time to you know find an image well <laughs> on the or it's on the back uh, they're on the back it's not the, on the front no but is it when, when you go on the ride aren't all of them kind of lined up you don't just line up one at a time right one coaster at a time yeah mm-hmm. you is do. it just one coaster yeah, at a yeah. Time? yeah. Oh. so so joe you've never been on the part what it is is you walk in and there's a staging area for where you blast off. Mm-hmm. And that's what people stand next to as they're waiting to go to the actual coaster itself. So, so the adrenaline can start pumping as you watch them. Yeah, take that's off. my favorite part is standing there and watching people take off. I think that's where Connor peed his pants a little bit last time <laughs> waiting too. <laughs> he went on that ride? No, he chickened out. As we were at the turnstile to get on, he left. That would definitely turn some people because you see that take off and you're like, whoa. Even going on it and loving it, you watch it and you're like, whoa, that is fast. And then as you walk up, they pull a train forward and then you get on it. Okay. There is a six limo, but it's always in refurbishment. The coasters are rotated in and out after many thousands of laps around the track. The Disney maintenance teams will switch out the plate and add the proper songs to the new vehicle each time the coasters are switched. The ride once featured Uncle Joe Benson, a well-known LA rock DJ as a station's DJ. 
Bill St. James currently provides his voice as a DJ of an L.A. classic rock station. Bill St. James is a former host of ABC Radio's Flashback. Must be a pretty big job to go make sure those coasters are up to date and stay maintained. Yeah, I mean, literally you do have life on the lines when you're doing something like that. Well, that's why they put the little you know, neon green dots to make sure the bolts didn't move. You ever seen those? No. Oh, you know, oh I especially noticed it um, on the Hulk. Uh-huh. I had to bring Universal in, but <laughs> when you're sitting in the seats, you could see all the bolts on the back side of the other seats. Uh-huh. And yeah, they would always have like a neon color and it just notifies you if the bolt has moved. Oh, really? Yeah, they, yeah, they do that cars too. If you look under your engine bay, you'll see a lot of like purple and green little marks just to make sure things haven't moved. Mm. I didn't know that. That's good information. Each coaster contains a total of 120 speakers. There are seven speakers per seating, including one subwoofer that is under the seat. Six are located in the headrest. There is a total of 820 speakers in the ride's show building and launch area. That makes for a total of about 900 speakers in the attraction. So overall, there's a lot of maintenance in this ride. Yeah. I mean, you have to keep up with all those speakers. I mean, I just think about my surround sound system at my house and how my speakers, um, you know, after a while, the quality goes from my speakers. I know they're probably, you know not nearly as good as the speakers in the ride mm-hmm. but uh you know it's overall it's a pretty big pretty big job to keep this whole thing maintained well regardless if you know how a speaker works you have the magnet and then it's floating inside so it's bouncing up and down kind of like bb8 no 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 not, nothing like bb8 <laughs> um <laughs> but if you know how the speaker works so when i you don't th- yeah man what do you <laughs> The speaker has a cone and Mm -hmm. it has coils and basically it's like going up and down a tube, but it's not touch. You don't want it to touch. So when you apply that with on being on a roller coaster, there's a good chance that the coils are rubbing, Mm -hmm. which will, you know, could definitely wear them out even faster. Yeah. Because like you get in shot like at 60 miles an hour, right? So I'm sure that has something to do with it too. Or flipping upside, you know, like just the vibration (laughs) of the roller coaster itself. But yeah, it's a lot of speakers to check and test out. Yeah. Do they have like a little mark they put on the speakers to make sure that they're fine? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they got to have some speak, you know, sound check. So someone's probably going to go by, put a little sticky note on it. Check. Do you think if like one speaker goes, think they know? No. (laughs) You don't think so? You don't think they're, they're, there's probably uh, some kind of sensor. Yeah, there could be a sensor. It's not like Christmas lights where one goes out, they all go out. They're like, damn, we got to check every single one. That was the old days. A rock and roller coaster in Paris is named Roller Coaster Avec Aerosmith. The track is identical to the Orlando ride. The theme of the ride is different. Instead of guests being on LA freeways, the Paris version of the ride is based on Aerosmith music video. Lighting rigs, projectors, strobes, and smoke effects are used in place of road signs. The name of the record company is Tour de Force Records, and the coasters are called Sound Trackers instead of limos. So in my opinion, the Hollywood Studios ride seems a little bit cooler i think i would like that one more because the whole limos i like limos oh do you yeah i mean i'm not, I'm not gonna ride it but i probably i mean, never know i might ride it one day yeah i'm sure you will so i i don't know this thing's pretty interesting i watched the video on it uh-huh. i definitely like ours better even really? yeah instead of the sound you know like where and ours they're like inviting you to come along with mm-hmm. us when theirs you're kind of being pushed through a room and they're building a roller coaster mm-hmm. like they are in the sound booth but they have like a half done roller coaster in front of steven tyler and he's like telling them how he wants the loop to keep going mm-hmm. and then they kind of push you out and then it was uh, yeah just you know not having the road signs and all that it was just strobe lights and it, it didn't oh. seem nearly as 
you know, fun to me. Okay. Cause yeah, the road signs in the middle, the, I love the way they make it super dark and then things pop up with light mm-hmm. as you go through and like neon and stuff. That's like so much. Fun. That was the other thing is on the video I was watching, I could see the actual tracks, like almost the entire, like the entire time pretty well. And for a camera to be picking that up, that means it had been pretty bright in there. Oh, the Paris one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Where I know ours is like pitch dark and oh, then you yeah. have the, you know, the black lights glowing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You. you can't see nothing until they pop those lights on. And Yeah. Can you see them, Joe, when you're going through? No. <laughs> I'm going to let you know, if I am ever going to ride that ride, uh-huh. I'm probably going to have my eyes shut. That's so, that makes it worse. Yeah. For, for the first time, at least. That makes it worse. But hey, I can tell you right now. So, you know, Riss recently went to Alaska and I went on an airplane. And dude, you go kind of fast in an airplane. So oh, I yeah. feel like I feel a little bit more comfortable about going on a roller coaster because number one, I was probably going faster on the airplane. So. And I was like 30,000 feet up in the air. So I don't know I mean, if we talked about this on the podcast or if it was off. But once again, it's not the speed that you're going; it's how fast you get there. You go pretty, you get, you go pretty fast in an airplane. Yeah, but it you takes don't a long feel time. To, yeah, well. you don't feel it because it takes. So no, there's one time I felt it when we were flying to, from here to uh, <laughs> Toronto. The guy turned the corner, didn't even stop. Man, he was like, turn the corner, boom, just going like 100 miles an hour. All right. Well, after you ride the ride and feel the force, of- nobody else did that. Like the other airplanes, where I flew, I flew on what. Well, I had one, like two, three other trips after that, whatever, on an airplane. He was the only one, that pilot. He turned that corner and just went. He must be a hot shot. He must have been like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. <laughs> did he power slide it? Ha- hit the handbrake? Had the back end spin for you? He actually turned upside down. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this guy doing? I was talking about on the ground, but <laughs> that's how you do a power slide. <laughs> well, I know. I was just telling you that. Uh, he went upside down he when did. you were in there. Yeah. yeah. After watching the pre-show that includes Steven Tyler, who was hyping the ride, Guests enter a testing area where they board one of the five sound trackers. The sound trackers are the prototype vehicle for the new experience. The rock and roller coaster at Walt Disney Studios in France is unique in that each individual coaster has its own theme. There are five different light shows and five different soundtracks. Soundtracker 1, Green Light Show Theme, plays Back in the Saddle and Dude Looks Like a Lady. Soundtracker 2, Purple Light Show Theme, plays Young Lust, Fine, and Love in an Elevator. Soundtracker 3, Multicolor Light Show theme, plays Love and Elevator and Walk This Way. Soundtracker 4, Red and Yellow Light Show theme, plays Nine Lives. Soundtracker 5, Blue Light Show theme, plays Sweet Emotion. So last week, you know, we did a Quick Fire, Quick Facts. Quick Fire, Quick Facts. And just to let you guys know a little bit about Quick Fire, Quick Facts, is this a... You know, we have talked to some people who've been listening to the podcast and they say they really like the facts part of the show where we kind of give the history, go over facts. So I just wanted to do something that was kind of quick in a quick fire. That's a good way of explaining it. Yeah. So here uh quick fire, quick facts. You guys ready? Quick fire, quick facts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, Joe's going to cut that out. I know. That's man. fine. Let's <laughs> give him options. Aerosmith band members Steven Tyler and Joe Perry had a hand in planning the pre-show by giving advice to Disney Imagineers on where to place guitars, drums, and etc. in the studio. They also rode the attraction multiple times in a row for a preview. This is the second fastest ride in all of Disney World, right after Test Track. According to the Complete Walt Disney World by Julie and Mike Neal, you just might hear Aerosmith rehearsing if you put your ear to Doors, Mart Studio A or Studio B. Actress Elena Douglas plays Aerosmith's manager. You might recognize her from the HBO series Six Feet Under. Cool. Nope. 
The storyline of Rock and Roller Coaster is that the members of Aerosmith love their fans so much that they'd invite everyone in the studio to a free concert. In order to get all the way across town, the bands asked their manager to send a stretch limousine for the fans. It's styled after a 1962 Cadillac. Aerosmith loves this ride. Why'd you like yell it though? <laughs> Can you redo it and not yell it? Aerosmith loves this ride. In 2016, Disney removed Steven Tyler's crude hand gesture. Shocker. Oh, oh, that's what Gary was saying. What was it? This. Oh yeah. The, no. What? Oh, because when he does when he does this, he's like yeah. When he puts his hand over, he puts his arm over his hand. And I think he did this. What is went, that? Like West Side? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just gave the innuendo. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> do we want to explain this one for the kids? Nope. I don't think he was trying to do it, though. He was He was really upset. Rockin' Roller Coaster is an intense ride at Disney. Even though we won't be getting that Iron Man Avengers refurb here in Orlando, here at DizHiz, we are looking forward to see how it's going to look over at Disneyland Paris. It is unique in a way that the park is filled with family-friendly rides, and this ride is meant for that thrill-seeker in the family. For Hidden Mickey number one, look at the tile flooring along the entrance queue. Continue to look down at the carpeted section of the waiting line for Hidden Mickey number two. Just before you get to the room with Aerosmith, check out the posters for Hidden Mickey number three. Look near the guitars in the recording studio for Hidden Mickey number four. Once you leave the recording studio, check out the posters again in the next room for Hidden Mickey number five. Number six can be found once you see the track. Look across on the wall. While in line to board, watch the instructional videos for a few classic Mickeys which we will ball into hidden Mickey number 8. At the loading gate, check out the rear license plates of the limos for number 9. Here is the part where Joe will depart from us as the rest of us have what it takes and are living on the edge and enjoying a crazy ride of sweet emotions. Once the ride is over and you are about to exit, look to the left at the wall for hidden Mickey number 10. Hidden Mickey number 11 is found on a box labeled box. Number 12 can be found on another box in the same area. Number 13 is in the gift shop on a guitar. Walk this way outside the ride so you can find Hidden Mickey number 14 on a food kiosk sign and 15 on the wall of the attraction. How many are actually on the ride when you're on the roller coaster? None. I wonder why. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> see them when you went through? There's about five of them. Oh, there are? Yep. Oh. Amazing you see it with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some memories. Let me, let, me, let me go first about my memory of the ride. Okay. I don't have one because I'm usually waiting for the people to get off the ride. Mm-hmm. But how's that memory going? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Do you eat some food? Sometimes. Play on your phone? I play on my phone mostly. Yeah. Catch some Pokemon. Speaking of phones, that's the memory I have about it is I was waiting in line. I was with two of my friends and it was the week the iPhone, the first iPhone came out and I had my little Blackberry and my friends were criticizing me that I am the tech person and I always have the latest updates. Why don't I have the iPhone? So I went out the next week and bought the iPhone. (laughs) Just because of that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because they were (laughs) getting on to me about not having it. Blackberries are good, man. I got a Blackberry. You do now? I don't, I don't have a Blackberry. I'm just joking. I have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> do they even make Blackberries anymore? I think for business related, I'm pretty sure they do. Um, my favorite memory is I got a couple. I got two. 
um, my wife and I go on roller coasters together and she's always asking me to check her seat for her to make sure her straps are on tight because she's always worried it's not on tight enough or the guy messed up and didn't actually check it. So he always asks me. And because this ride has such a long pause before you take off and it's so intense, she's always asking me, is it checked? Is it good? Am I good? Well, she can push up on it herself. I know. She doesn't believe herself. <laughs> is it good? Hey, tell me, is it good? Is it good? So sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Sometimes I'm like, no, it's not good. You Have should. you ever like, like, no, 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 stop the ride. It's not good. It's not good. I don't go dead intense, <laughs> oh, but I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just not, be I'm, messed not up. I'm not answering you. I'm not answering you. I'm not answering. No, no, no. For real. Check it. Check it. Check it. No, I'm not answering you this time. No, no, for real. Check it. Check it. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, are you sure it's fine? Yes, it's fine. I just told you it's fine. So sometimes I'll tell her, sometimes I won't. And another part of the ride I love is when we're actually in the ride, every single time we're in the ride before the barrel roll. I scream barrel roll just before we hit it. I love it so much. <laughs> and now, so her fear, is it a rational fear? Has she had a safety harness pop open before? No, never had a safety harness pop open. The worst she ever had was a guy's, the guy, she had a guy, I don't know if it was universal or Disney, but she is it good? He goes, no. And then he hits the button to make them go. That's pretty messed up. So if <laughs> it's probably universal, <laughs> probably. So I was sitting next to my friend when he had an issue with his safety bar uh-huh. on what ride on Manta. Okay. Where it flips you, you know? Yeah. That's it, a sea world. Yeah. Three times it popped open on him like during totally no, while we were, while we were, st- you know, setting. Wait, setting. Oh, okay. And they came by, checked, popped open. Oh, Came by man. and checked pop, three times. Oh my God. I was like, Popeye, we can get off this ride if you want to. You just say Popeye? <laughs> That's his legal name, yeah. His, his name is Popeye. No, but I just couldn't believe he, yeah, we went on. Well, he's fine, a bigger but. guy though. He's a big guy yeah. overall. Like, not just like, like. Yeah, no, he's, he's just, like, he's really tall. He's yeah, a big almost guy. seven foot tall, 350. So, I mean, still, but he wrote it even after it popped up. Yeah. Three times? Yeah. Oh no, I would have been off. I said the same thing to him. I, thought, like, we're, I thought we're all going to get off. Another um another thing about that ride is when you wait in line, the way they have the area set up is you walk through these circular areas, right? And then they have the doors that lead you between the areas. Yeah. And on the doors are with little bars in them and on the bars are like little um Music balls, notes. like balls. little like the marbles? Marbles, thank you. Just the part you don't like, right? You kind of So go so going through the ride, there's little circular areas if you don't do fast pass and between you go each circle area, there's doors with marbles attached to them. And you can move the marbles and move them. You can turn them. You can flip them left and right. And kids do it constantly. And that room is designed to be like, it's supposed to be like for music. So the noise echoes a lot. And it is it is so annoying being on that area because kids are constantly touching it and making so much noise. And there's like probably three locations they can do it at. So if you get a couple of kids doing it at once, it is so loud. Mm, thankfully, I've never been in that section. Oh, stuck yeah. there. It's it's so annoying. You know, the ride's so good. I'll I'll go through that just to where I ride it more than once. How uh, how long is that part of the ride, would you say? Is it the waiting? Well, with the marbles. Oh, that's probably most of the waiting is in that. Uh, I'd say that's like three fourths of the waiting area. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you come up to the area where they feed in the fast passers. The studio room. The studio room, yes. And then if you want to get on that ride fast, the best thing to do is when they feed you in the studio room, make sure you step towards the the front uh, 
right of the door because people don't go all the way down. And the people are always constantly telling everybody, move down as far as you can. There should be no room in front of your feet. Move down, move right. down. And Everyone no one, wants to see the screen, though. Right. So no one moves down. So if you move all the way to the far back door, the third door, I believe it is, you go down there because no one's going to be walking over there because everyone wants to stand to the first door thinking it's better. When you step to the third door, you can walk across in front of the screens and the exit door is to the front right. So if you walk across, you'll be cutting off the people who started on the left. So if you're trying to get through faster than everybody else and try to get in the front of the line because you all get funneled into a line through that standing area watching Aerosmith do their intro, inter- you can interject yourself and the people on the left and be the first one through the door, which means you're first one in the line, which means you'll get to it faster. That's a really good tip. Probably like the tips that we're going to be putting with the Patreons, right? Yeah. And uh, if you join the Patreon for... Tier two, I think it is. You can join our Discord. And on our Discord, we have a server just for tips. Mm-hmm. So you should put that in there. Did tips, you put any in there? T- tips, pictures. We're also going to we gonna we have try a server to, just for pictures for, yeah, we're Disney mem- for our members. Start lo- uploading videos. Yep. Videos. Yep. Nice. Nice. Maybe I'll ride Rock and Roll because I'm going to take a video of me going, Barrel. You should do that, actually. That'd be pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> or Joe should man up and do it for the podcast and ride the ride. I, I might, screen. man. I might. I'm serious. I might do it. We'll get Barnstormer. We'll start you out. See yeah. how you're feeling. Yeah. What are you doing Saturday? Let's go. <laughs> what did you do in the world of Disney? Slash news. Anybody? Adam, I didn't do anything. I was waiting. Um, I had a friend that was out at Saratoga Springs, and I was waiting for the invite, but I never got it, so I just mm. stayed at home. Uh, this weekend, though, <laughs> we are going to Disney Springs and trying to go see uh, Lion King. Mm. You going to see Lion King at Disney Springs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm the friend that was at Saratoga. <laughs> so this past weekend, we went to Moonlight Magic. And Moonlight Magic is a special event that Disney puts on mm-hmm. for their Disney Vacation Club members. And they close off the park for like an hour and a half to or like from 9 to 12. So it's what was that? Two hours and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And so we went to Animal Kingdom and they closed the park down. They give you a free meal ticket pretty much. So you can go and get a free meal at uh, like four restaurants. They actually ran out of food. Uh, the last time I went to Moonlight Magic was at Magic Kingdom, and they actually did it a little differently. When we went to the one at Magic Kingdom, you can go to pretty much, there's like four restaurants that, that were open, but they had pretty much like chicken fingers, hot dogs, and stuff like that. This one, you actually got a meal. So whatever restaurant that you got that, that you picked, there's four restaurants you got to go to. And the one that we picked was the Flame Tree uh, Barbecue, because it was at Animal oh, Kingdom. I like that place. Yeah, it's really good. And everyone was picking the... Uh, meal num- uh, number one, the option number one, which was like the sampler, which mm-hmm. had everything. It had the ribs, it had the chicken, it had mm-hmm. the p- pork, it had, and they ran out of ribs, which was kind of a bummer. But I mean, the, f- the so, but you could have uh, got double of something else. So I had double pork. The food was great. Um, Avatar, there was like 30 minute uh, wait. Really? Much. Yeah, it takes like 20 minutes, 15 minutes just to walk through the queue itself. Oh my God. So the queue was only, it was constantly moving. Um, and if you really think about it, the reason why it was only move, it was always moving was because there was no fast pass. So usually when you're on, uh, when you're waiting online, I mean, they let a lot of the fast pass line go through uh-huh. and they stop like the, the regular queue or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's no fast pass line. So the line was just constantly moving. I uh, rode Avatar. That was great. We rode the Na- Navi River Journey and that was great. It was only like 15 minute wait. Yeah. Uh, you said last time though that they had put a screen up. Yeah. No, yeah. It, that's it was gone. Fixed. It's yeah. Yeah. It they fixed it. On. Yeah. The, the, they had the animatronic there uh, before. So pretty much I'm an annual pass holder and I'm blocked out blacked out for the summer and so we're we mean 
we couldn't go into the park before six o'clock. The mm-hmm. event started at six o'clock at nine thirty. They closed. They got everyone out that wasn't DVC members and they closed it just for DVC members. But so we got in at six o'clock, even though we didn't have our passes and we rode the safari ride, which was only like a 30 minute wait. We walked through Africa. Um, the people that we went with, uh, we went with some work friends and they rode with Mel. They rode um, Everest. Mm hmm. And Mel was totally freaked out because it was it was like in nighttime. The, yeah, it was nighttime, so I think I guess seemed a lot faster. I never rode that right night, actually. You should go on it. Well, yeah. it's, no, no. Well, you you should you should be able to because it probably gets dark. What what? No winter, right? The, the, yeah, have to the wait time till, changes. Yeah, so, have to wait till winter time. Yeah, because it won't be open. Yeah, late. Yeah, now. How how do you think they get everybody out of the park that doesn't belong there? So when you go at six o'clock, you show up. And you get a special band. There's like a, outside the park where you have the entrance. Uh-huh. There's like a big blow up that has, this says um, Moonlight Magic. Uh-huh. So you go through that line and they give you a band. Mm. So, so that's you. But to get everyone out, they get the tasers they use to get the, <laughs> herd the elephants, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they're making sure. So like before you went into um, Avatar, mm. um, Pandora, mm-hmm. before you went into it, there were like Disney me- cast members out there and they said, show your band, show your band. So if you didn't uh-huh. have a band, they'll like, escort you out of the park. Like, they do it like the police, put the flashlight in your face, yeah. show your band. It's pretty much like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much like that. Intense. Um, so we s- stayed over at Saratoga for a couple, one night and um, that we're, that's our home resort because we, we can stay there for pretty, it's pretty much always open to us. We can stay there whenever. And uh, it's, it's actually, we spent a day, half day at, a, at the pool. We went over to Disney Springs and ate lunch at Homecoming, which was great. I had a a grilled chicken sandwich that we've eaten there. This is our third time. We've eaten there three times like the last like three months. It's pretty Mm. good. And it's really easy to get into. And the last couple of times I had the fried chicken, but this time I wanted to try something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So I had the grilled chicken with uh, pecan bacon smoked bacon and a red jalapeno jelly which uh was really really good i was i'm i was happy that i tried something new mm. so it was it was a good it was a good couple of days um not too much in the world of disney uh we watched inside out with my daughter yeah uh, just for nighttime stuff and uh we were watching it tonight actually before i came over here and we got the parts with uh i think his name is bebo mm-hmm. and uh it's pretty uh the clown the the or imaginary that? friend oh, okay and he's you know like uh, you you haven't seen Inside Out, right? Yeah. I haven't seen Inside Out. No. Yeah, because of the feels. Oh, he'll cry because of the feels. <laughs> but we're watching it, and we're talking, and it does that part with the like, Bebo is very emotional because you know he gets out of the cart so that she can make it to the cliff, and then he goes, you know, take her to the moon for me as he's like going away, like Marvel uh, Thanos style. He's turning into dust. Yeah, but Joe, and, if you watch it, you'll realize why you have. I mean, you need those feelings. So you need blue. Yeah, you need blue. <laughs> That's funny. So once I watched a little bit, a little bit of it one time, Inside Out. But mm-hmm. I was working an event for something, so I watched a little bit of it, and then I had to do work. Oh, so well, they could take care of some. Christina stuff. actually got into tears at that part. Really, so it is very emotional. And at one part when they go, they do all the um, quote sad memories that end up being sad, but then also happy, happy sad memories with her and her aging and stuff. I was like, oh, that that girl's like a little. A little younger than Emma. And then it was like, oh, now that girl's a little older than Emma. And it was like kind of going through her age progression. Oh, kind of like in like, Toy Story? Kind of, yeah. But that one was a little more intense for me. Got a little, little, little feels going on. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was actually holding her at the time because it was time yeah. for her to go to bed. And, uh, but that's about it for the world of Disney for me. Did anyone, is anyone going, did anyone get the Star Wars preview? Oh, hush oh, Yes. My wife texted me today while I was at work and she sent me the email about the Galaxy's Edge information and... We're both very excited to go to Galaxy's Edge preview with our uh, um, annual pass holders. You got the preview of it? 
You yeah. got the email He's for platinum. It? He's platinum. <sighs> That's why. I'm yeah. going also. August 10th. Yeah, can't we're, wait. We're when not you, blacked out for summer. When are you going, go Adam? In summer. When are you going? <laughs> yeah, when are you going to write it? You know what we should do? We should do we should do a podcast on the ride <laughs> before Adam goes there. Uh-huh. No, we can't. <laughs> you can that. watch it on YouTube. I didn't listen. Man, I didn't ride Rock and Roller Coaster. So if we both ride this ride, yeah, but there's a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and Roller Coaster has been there since I can't scroll fast enough, but it's been there for a long enough time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's the his on the Rock and Roller Coaster. If you made any mistakes or if you want to add any tidbits about the rock and roller coaster please do so on facebook instagram or twitter at diz his 65 share your memories why is rock and roller coaster special to you did we miss some hidden mickeys let us know links to the social media accounts are in the show notes please follow us like us share us review us please subscribe to our podcast and write us a review we would love to hear from you also check out one of our sponsors ohana adventure travels they do a great job planning disney trips and their love for disney shows through how they plan right now they're booking trips to mickey's not so scary halloween party which is probably my favorite disney special event check out ohana adventures travel on facebook and instagram let them know that this his sent you their way So I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. And I'm Adam. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.